The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions. Zach Barry, Ben Garrett here with you on the heels of the news of Kermit Davis being relieved of his duties as head basketball coach at Ole Miss. Ole Miss's uh, search is underway. Um, they revealed uh, it will be a, quote, national search. Um, always kind of find that somewhat funny when I read those words, but uh, here we are. Ben, good afternoon. What did you uh what did you think of the timing and um I, I guess this happening today? Well, we all knew it was coming. The timing's a little strange just because it feels a little abrupt, but yeah. this has been in the works. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, reading the Omen Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliate on three, checking us out on Twitter at Spirit Ben at Zach underscore Barry. You knew this was coming because we've been talking about this, the inevitability of it. Um coaching changes are always hard and they can get messy, but I think that the timing of it makes sense because Ole Miss is already ahead of the process. They've been vetting candidates and considering options for weeks now. I mean, there's some that believe that Keith knew what was about to, I mean, what was going to happen eventually uh, when they lost to North Alabama, whoever the hell it was in December. So yeah. this is not new. This is something we knew was coming. Um, it, it sucks because Kermit's a good dude, but it was necessary. I mean, the numbers just speak for themselves. They've lost, lost well over 50% of their SEC game since they started 14-2 and two in his debut season went to the NCAA tournament. Because even in that debut year, you kind of look at it in different contexts considering the last couple of seasons, and they've combined for six total SEC wins. And that they mm-hmm. started 14-2, and two, and they got in on the strength of that start because at the end they were like 6-12 and 12 in their final 18 that year and got absolutely waxed by Oklahoma as the higher seed in the 8-9 to nine matchup in the NCAA tournament in that debut year. So – it's it, almost fans should always be thankful for getting that tournament appearance, but it just didn't work out. And we've talked about the developmental issues. It hasn't been recruiting. It hasn't been, um, you know, some other things that maybe almost can't rep, you know, rectify here, but it certainly was the biggest problem, an antiquated approach to modern day basketball and not only roster construction without really utilizing the portal as best you could. And also some just straight up developmental mistakes, misses, whatever you want to call them, with a number of guys like Austin Crowley and Jarkill and all those guys at different spots producing. Um, you wanted it to work out. It didn't. And now Keith Carter knows what's ahead of him. He's making a, he's making a hire in his sport. He's the former Ole Miss basketball mm-hmm. player, all-time great. And now the result of this will in many ways um, kind of 
bring into focus or or frame up for us what we think about Keith and, and his position as a leader at Ole Miss. I mean, he's not going anywhere. His job's not in any kind of jeopardy. That's not what I'm saying. But Lane Kiffin, that hire, that was a layup. Now what do you do? Um, how will the fan base react if it isn't one of Chris Beard or Will Wade? And I don't think it will be. What if it's Chris Holtman from Ohio State? And um, some will roll their eyes at that. But if you'd have hired Chris Holtman this time last year, every one of you would have been praising it as a grand slam home run hire. That might not be the guy, but that makes a lot of sense. And I do know that there's mutual interest between Ole Miss and Chris Holtman. That's actually the name I've heard by far the most early on in this process. But just because you hear it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen. So take it for what it is. You, you want to know what we're hearing. Well, that's what I'm hearing the most of right now is Chris Holtman. His brother, I think, lives in Jackson. they got family in Mississippi. Um, there are a lot of connections there. He's looking for a contract reset because this year at, at Ohio State, has admittedly and obviously not gone well. So Ole Miss fans will be disappointed in that. But the resume on its own, take, you can't take this year out of it, but at least put it into the sum total. Um, he's been a really productive coach at Ohio State, and he's got some family connections to Mississippi, and this could be a job for a contract reset because fans are ready to move on potentially in, in Columbus where he could have this job for five, six years, and you have a reputable head coach who can really recruit. Or do you go – and swing in a big direction for a big personality because I know Penny wants the job. I don't think, you know, Keith's really considering him. But I know Penny's wanted the job at least three out of the five years Kermit was here. So there's a, there's a lot of different things, factors in, factors that are going into this search that is now underway, and it's fascinating. Um, but I, I think the reason why it happened now with, what, three games left, including the SEC tournament, I think it's four, I think they do it now because once the regular season is officially over, I think they'll hire, have a hire pretty quick. Right. And I'm before we get into the potential candidates, I did want to ask you and and not even, I mean, I'll just ask you, I, I don't know if it's a, it's been rumored. I don't know. Do you say, do you think, there was, do you think there was anything that happened that made this to where Keith Carter and Ole Miss decided we got to do it now? No, I think it's more a, a public, very public acknowledgement. Like, it's out there now. Like, we all knew it was going to happen, but you have to officially do it. So now Ole Miss is open, and, and all parties can officially talk about it in that way. Representation for potential coaches can talk. And there, it doesn't have to be this hush-hush, like, oh, it's going to happen, but or maybe it doesn't happen. It's going to happen. We all knew that. But now, yeah. like, the official wheels can can go into motion here. And you could have a hire because usually you remember the last time uh, when they hired Kermit, that process too, they got a jump start on it, but it still took them a little bit longer than we maybe expected. I think this one won't take as much time because of the legwork that Ole Miss Keith have already done. So you do it now so the official wheels can be in motion. And once that final game is done in the SEC tournament, you're on the clock. It could be a day, it could be two, but I don't think it'll be, for example, another week and overly extended coaching search because Keith knows he has to get this right. He's put in the legwork already. And, and what I mean by get it right is not a guy that's going to just all of a sudden become the best Ole Miss basketball coach ever. That's not what we're looking for here. What we're looking for is a hit rate of what, two out of five NCAA tournaments, two years, two tournaments in five years at Ole Miss. That doesn't seem like too much of an ask. And we got half of that with Kermit here, but then the bottom dropped out because you're going to have a low of a low at Ole Miss. It's just the way the job is kind of set up. But it can't be two and 12, two and 13, whatever they are, four and 14 last year 
Well, when you think bad at Ole Miss, you want that bad to at worst be eight league wins. And if Chris Holtman or whoever it might be, Steve Forbes, I know has had interest in this job and, and Keith has had interest in him. Not the first time. I mean, I, he wanted the Ole Miss job back when they hired Kermit and they didn't really consider him. He's now at Wake Forest. And I really think that he too, like Chris Holtman, is looking for a contract reset. And I think this time around, there will be more mutual interest. But who's to say because of, of the early start to this for Keith that they're, that he's not already further down the road than we're even considering. So I think that's right. why it is now. That's why it is today. And now you just got to go find your guy and, and understand that it, it doesn't have to be the new face of Ole Miss basketball. It has to bring back just regular, consistent competency. I'm not asking for – 25 wins a season but holy crap man at worst give me 18 if you miss it because you're on the bubble a couple of times okay it happens but the rest of the sec committed to basketball a long time ago and Ole Miss really didn't and i'm not saying from a coaching standpoint from a facility standpoint um when i say that alabama was not a basketball school they could not have cared less and then enough of them the fan base the nil money givers decided they wanted to be consistently competent and then they struck gold because first of all Alabama fans if they're motivated enough and they got motivated enough can raise you know however much money they want to raise there's no limit to the money they can raise Ole Miss does have a limit but there's not enough Ole Miss fans out there that really want to see basketball win at that kind of level if they did it could happen because you have everything else there but there's not that same kind of commitment could have I don't know Steve Forbes take $2 million in NIL money, which I think he could, and go to the tournament two out of five years. I think so. This is just – there was no happy medium. It can't be one extreme or the other, and I think that's part of the calculus as Keith goes about his search because we can talk about the recruiting angle and everything else, but just consistent competency, which has been something outside of mostly Andy Kennedy's run at Ole Miss, that's what Ole Miss has lacked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – it, it just comes down to the bottom line is you just didn't win enough. I, recruiting was never the issue. You recruited at, at, for Ole Miss a high level, signed a McDonald's All American, signed uh, two of not the even highest. Just, hold on, I, I wasn't going to interrupt you, but it's not just at Ole Miss. It is an objectively high level. If the Mississippi State head coach were getting the results that Kermit was getting on paper through star rankings and uh, team rankings and all that crap that we do at on three and all the other sites like two four seven and rivals. Ole Miss fans would have been jealous. Why can't Ole Miss do this? If if Kermit, like that's not a that's not something you can point to. No one can say, "Oh, Kermit didn't sign enough." Now, what he let go away, that's a different matter entirely. Some of the players he let walk out the door. I right. mean, you could fill the team with players cast offs from Kermit that would wax this team by twenty today. There was no happy medium, and and. Kermit was responsible for signing the first McDonald's All-American Deshaun Ruffin in school history. Ole Miss fans would have killed for that not too long ago. But Deshaun's not even around right now. <laughs> it's nowhere to be found. Yeah. And that's that's another thing that the next coach is going to have to consider. Deshaun was not himself back off that knee injury. And knee injuries take time. It's not surprising. It's not a knock on him. But where is he? You know, now that he's been away from the team, What's his conditioning like? Has he been a part of the training staff? Has he still been supervised going through this stuff, or has he just been away from the team? 
It wasn't just that he was needing a mental health break either. He's been dealing with some stuff, and him and Kermit, I feel like that relationship just deteriorated to an untenable place, and there had to be just a break between them. I'm not saying they, like, hated each other or went at each other, but that just some people just don't click. And I feel like those two didn't click. So Deshaun leaves, but what is he like right now? Would the coach even renew that scholarship? You can't just run kids off. I understand that. But you can sit down with Deshaun and say, look, man, I can't run you off because as a school, we're bound by our scholarship to you for you to stay, but you're never going to play. I'm not going to yeah. – I mean, they're, I'm going to recruit over you by multiple players. Andy Kennedy did this all the time. And if you had 10 players and had that conversation with them, nine of them leave, but one might stay like Markavius Hyman did. And Markavius Hyman became and arguably their most consistent rebounding big that year. It's just so hard to win an Ole Miss basketball at Ole Miss. So whatever Keith does as far as who he goes with, who he hires, there's going to be a segment of the fan base that's not going to like it, that doesn't meet the criteria they think is the missing ingredient for Ole Miss basketball to be some winner it's never been before. And that's why I would caution Ole Miss fans with every twist and turn. Like, for example, me saying today, Chris Holtman is the name I hear the most. That I'm not reporting. I'm not saying that they're going to hire Chris Holtman as head coach. But today, he is somebody they're really considering. Of course, on the message board, one of the first things I saw was, well, you should know. I mean, what do you mean? That means you don't know what's going on. Y'all are just speculating. What the hell are we doing here? Do you want to know what we're hearing or not? It, just because Chris Holtman isn't necessarily your guy should not generate that kind of visceral reaction. Because let's be honest, everything Ole Miss has tried to this point has not worked. And there's not going to be some perfect, you know, silver bullet candidate for Ole Miss and basketball. But no. give me a gimmick. Give me something with accomplishment. Give some excitement into it. But more than anything, inject consistent competency. Because right now – That's this Chris program, Holtman. That's Chris Holtman. But I'm not advocating for him. I don't get – it could be Steve Forbes. It would be a great hire to me. But I will acknowledge, though, I get why fans will be frustrated if it's not one of, and I don't think it will be, Chris Beard or Will Wade. And I know Jeff Goodman put it out there on Twitter that Will Wade's a name to watch for the Ole Miss um, job. And he could be right because Jeff Goodman's a great reporter. I mean, as far as basketball, college basketball insiders, he used to work with us at Scout before we became 247 and now we're with on three. And Jeff Goodman is dynamic. He's awesome. He's great. Great reporter. And, and very few know about the ins and outs of what's going on in college basketball than him. But I'm, I'm hearing the complete opposite, which could mean that I'm just wrong. And, hey, I'm wrong all the time. And if they hired Will Wade, Holy shit, we will have some things to say because that would be – I mean, that's your guy. But I will say, with every twist and turn, there's no perfect candidate. Ole Miss just needs to find the guy that can bring – inject excitement and all that kind of stuff. But even more than that, like, you can't roll, like write it off before the coach even coaches a, a game. Now, if it's Dusty May and you want to be pissed, I get it. I think Dusty May has a lot of upside, but he wouldn't be my first choice either. But this process – has real is a real threat or has real potential to frustrate the absolute dog shit out of you. And you've got to be willing to be okay with that because Ole Miss basketball, I feel like is at a true inflection point. It's not just about hiring a new head coach. Ole Miss basketball in 2023 must be modernized on court play, pace of play. Ole Miss was in what the three hundreds in pace of play on average under Kermit. That's terrible. So slow, boring. No one wants to come watch that, pay $2,000 to come watch that on a, on a Tuesday night. And then in recruiting, 
The transfer portal has taken over everything. Coach Joe is a great example of this. Coach Joe has one freshman, one, on her roster. And they're making the NCAA tournament easily, coasting to it. Took South Carolina, number one South Carolina, to the brink last week. And she doesn't do high school recruiting. And Kermit said it over and over and over and over again because I asked about it over and over and over again. You got to have a good mix of high school and portal. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not at Ole Miss. Maybe if you're Duke, because Duke can run off Jamin Brakefield, who is easily Ole Miss's number two or second best player right now. And that's saying something because Jamin, I mean, I had some on that staff on Kermit's now former staff straight up tell me, man, he, he just wasn't what we thought he was going to be. And now he's your number two option. So you have to change that kind of – modernize Ole Miss basketball, bring it into 2023. Because this just was – you said it right. I mean, it's simple, but it's true. They just didn't win enough. I mean, had Kermit won eight games this, this year and maybe eight, nine, seven, whatever, ten games last year, but just missed the tournament, we're not having this conversation today. This massive move isn't made today. But that's exactly what happened. So, of course – this was inevitable. And Keith, all eyes are on you. Because Ole Miss fans, they're frustrated. And the rose has kind of been come off the, the bloom, has kind of come off the bloom of Lane Kiffin because of all the all-season flirting for three years. And he's here probably for a good while now. He's locked in. But for a lot, they're scorned lovers. They feel like you got to earn our trust back. And not being – Keith wasn't really public – about his kind of backroom machinations when all the lane stuff was at a fever pitch about Auburn. But he was doing a lot of legwork then too. But you have to do a better job of conveying how proactive you are being to your fan base because they don't see those things. You can't be too guarded. And with Ole Miss basketball, you have a real opportunity to take the, the greatest chance of all chances. It's basketball. You never win shit in basketball. Why wouldn't you take a chance? What's it going to hurt? So Chris Beard wouldn't make a lot of sense. And if Ole Miss fans get frustrated or are frustrated because it's probably not going to happen, I get that because they just are starved for success. There's no wrong answer, in my opinion, in this search. And I know that sounds like a cop-out, but I really believe that. As long as you're not repeating the same mistakes of the past, you can't go hire, you know, Ben Howland. You know what I mean? Like complete retread again. Double down on retread shit. You can't do it. Go take a chance. And I feel like any of the guys we brought up that are realistic candidates right now, and it could be one of any number of guys. We could be not even mentioning who the guy that, that is ultimately hired is. But Keith has got a lot of pressure on him, too. I mean, a lot of pressure. This is, I think it's the first time he's felt real, real pressure since he was at Ole Miss. And he's, again, no threat to lose his job. That's not what I'm talking about. But how we frame what we think Keith Carter is as an athletics director in many ways will be dictated by what he does over the coming weeks with his coaching search. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark. 
and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. I think for Ole Miss, the, the emphasis has to be on style of play and I think the body of work a proven winner a guy that has done it either an extended period of time or at multiple stops which is why I, I people are going to point to this season for Chris Holtman and they're going to bitch and moan but you look at the rest of his like the entire body of work I mean he is a phenomenal basketball coach he was great at Butler, and he, up until this season, he's been great at Ohio State. He's recruited at an extremely high level. And, look, I know you're going to say, well, that's at Ohio State. Can he do it at Ole Miss? Well, yeah, obviously that's the question. But which is more than fair, but I get what you're saying. It is, yeah. but, like, okay, well, he hasn't been at Ole Miss. So, like, of course we don't right. know if he can do it at Ole Miss. He's been at Ohio State. But he's recruited at an extremely high level there. He's a very good basketball coach. And he has not missed the NCAA tournament his entire head coaching career until this season. Now, of course, you'd rather hire the guy when he's fresh off of a round of 32 appearance. Duh. But he's still a really good basketball coach. And I think that <laughs> this, like, I've said it on this podcast. I've said it to other people. I, I've, I've said it a lot. I'm of the opinion that basketball is more X's and O's. College football is Jimmy's and Joe's. You've got to have elite players in your two deep in college football, or you're just not going to cut it in basketball. It is all about being able to coach, getting a scheme, a system in place that works that you can get people to buy into for you to be successful. Perfect example of this is Kermit Davis. He recruited well at Ole Miss. He has talent. He has good players, but they can't win because the system that he has in place Either it's there's no buy-in or it's just it could it both can be true. It's just phased out. Like it's just no longer going to work. Like if you want to be hardcore, slap the floor, we're gonna play defense and keep you in the 50s, you better be Tony Bennett and you better have Virginia's roster. Because if you don't, 
Like, if you don't have talent and you don't have buy-in, it ain't going to work. And we see that. Because Kermit Davis, I don't think Kermit Davis is a bad coach. Like, he won at Middle Tennessee State. Right. He beat Michigan State in the NCAA tournament. Like, he he won. I think there's a certain point where you cross over and you get to that other side of your career and you got to make a change. You got to you, you have to adjust. The game is completely different than it was when he was in Murfreesboro. And he hasn't done that. And I don't know if it's just hard-headedness, if he didn't think it would work, if he didn't think he could get the players, if he didn't think that they would buy into something different. I don't know. But it very clearly stopped working after that first year. And I, people can say, should have got rid of him last year. Yeah, okay, hindsight and all that. Because, look, he was recruiting at a high level. People thought they would be better this year. You had a bunch of returning guys that played a lot of minutes. But then he goes to the portal, and he whiffs a couple times on some offensive guys. And then couple he doubles, times, four times. doubles and triples down on bringing in defensive-minded players. And that's not knocking the guys that he brought in. You know, they're fine basketball players, but you just you're not winning in the SEC with that roster. Yeah, with a from a roster fit standpoint, they didn't make sense. So I've said it over and over again. I'm becoming a broken record. They were redundancies. Here's the thing. I think the reason why it didn't happen last year, because I asked Kermit about it straight up, and he, he was like upset that I would ask the question, like oh, I've got the support or whatever. But then he admitted that he didn't get rolled over, and that's a telltale sign. And I think that's that's a half measure. And I said about this with uh when he did the same thing to Keith with Mike Bianco not rolling him over. You know, it, in May of last year, it was over. Mike Bianco was fired. 7-14, yeah. they were moving on. And they won a national championship. Hell yeah. Now, if, if Ole Miss made a run through the SEC tournament and won the SEC tournament, I, I, they still couldn't get in. I don't I don't know. Yeah, you get automatic qualifier winning all. I mean, maybe that – but they're not going to do that. So, let's just take that off the board. It has happened. It's done. Kermit Davis is no longer the head coach of Ole Miss basketball. I think the only reason he was still the head coach of Ole Miss basketball in year five is because, let's be honest, Keith didn't want to admit some defeat there because he was the 1B to Ross's 1A when they hired Kermit back in 2018, 2017, 18. Yeah. I mean, he was the 1B, and he wasn't the athletics director. Dom Ross was, but he was the right-hand man to Ross, and Ross leaned on his, quote, basketball expertise. And, of course, he has basketball expertise. It was his sport. It's what he's known for. It's why he's an Ole Miss legend. But that's why he wanted, I mean, he wanted Kermit. Like that was his preferred guy. Steve Forbes wanted the job and they didn't even consider him. But now you can. And I think he feels that a little bit. He understands that. And I think what shows us that he truly understands that is the timeline in which they're following here by making the move now. There's no, I mean, there, there's absolutely no question about whether or not they're actually going to do it. It's not up for debate. It's done. Yeah. So he's, he's leaving no, absolutely nothing, you know, for speculation. The move has been made. So now you can officially move on with your process. And that's a bit, and that's a, and that's a consequential thing that matters, but now you got to go hire the right guy and that's going to be a challenge, but he's got to do it. Um, and, and, and what I mean by that is again, not bringing somebody in here that all of a sudden turns around and Ole Miss is winning, going to the NCAA, NCAA tournament year after year after year, become Alabama, number one team in the nation. Let's be real. That's never going to happen. But consist yeah. consistent competency shouldn't be a big ask. 
Right. I, so, all right, let's get to the candidates. Um, we got a hot board out. You can read it at ownspirit.com, part of on three. Uh, it is a premium content item, but have no As fear. It should be. And if you wrote up, if you signed up, if you signed up for the Old Miss Spirit today, you could get an annual sub, which is usually $100 for a year, for 30 Yeah. Come on. It's a steal. You can read it for nothing. It's a steal. Um, so, yeah, I was going to prop up the, the little promo code there, but nicely done. Um, so, looking at the candidates, and now, now Ben, I know you don't care. It doesn't matter. It's just our job to report. But put your athletics director cap on, and I want you to tell me, if you were in Keith Carter's shoes, who is your first call and who are you trying to hire? Chris Beard. That's okay. easy. I mean, I've talked about everybody else. So you know the candidates that I'm hearing. But if it were up to me, Chris Beard. The charges you... were dropped. He was not exonerated, but the charges were dropped. What does that mean? Uh, wow. How messy is I, I know, but you asked me. I know you okay. You call That's Will fair. Wade, and you should. Will Wade's great. Do you think Keith Carter's willing to, I don't know, bet, I don't know, saying bet his, his, his job on it. I do think he knows the stakes are as high as they can be right now because not only is this a big three sport that Ole Miss has just sucked at for four or five years, but it is your sport. You played there. I know it means something to him more than it. it yeah, it means something because it's his job, but it's more than that for him because he's an alum well, and he played been, it all. That's what I've been saying. So, so do you think he's like willing to risk hiring Chris Beard? Do you think he's no. actually willing to do it? No. Okay. But that's your no. first call. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he's not going to do it. No. No. Okay. After that, let's say the tough conversations you have don't go well, not going to do it. After that, who is your next call? Chris Holtman. Okay. I mean, we'll wait probably, but that's just because I want big swings. I, I'm not a big Will Wade yeah, yeah. fan, but man, he'd recruit. Well, that's and I Bill keep Armstrong telling people like you don't Bill's my guy. you don't like Will Wade, but it's look. If I'm being completely blunt here, it's like Marshall Henderson when he played at Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's an asshole. He's your asshole. Like he's yeah. your guy. It's like eating broccoli. Broccoli tastes like shit, but I know I got to eat broccoli to make my body run the way it's supposed to. You want Ole Miss basketball to run like it's supposed to? Eat your broccoli. Yeah, Will Wade's a dick, but he could win. Oh, no. He got caught paying players. Guess what? It's legal now. Go get the guy. If you think he can get it done, I I don't understand. Like, what's the pause for the NCAA? I don't know. Like, look, they, they don't have the power that they once had. Also, Auburn did it. And they were just like, okay, you know what? We're gonna call your bluff. They ate the show calls. They said, sure, we'll just fine. We haven't been going to this only tournament it, anyway. We'll exactly. So if you're yeah. Ole Miss, just do it. If you think he can get it done, and he got it done at LSU, the guy won the damn league in his second year. You sound mad. You're an angry elf. I'm just saying, like, what do you have to lose at this point? I know you have some reservations about that. I don't think you can get any worse. You're the worst team in the league. There's there's literally, like, if if Keith Carter in his plums believes that Will Wade can win big at Ole Miss. His plums. I like that. 
look at it on the hot board next to his name, unemployed. I know so he does. Our- maybe that's why he did it now. Because then, you know, done. Thank you. Pay him. Send him on his way. Here's my new coach, Will Wade. I don't know. Maybe. The other guy that the other guy that's unemployed that I would absolutely call is Chris Mack. Over 13 years as a head coach, 25 blue chip prospects, and an elite coach who has won, took Xavier to the tournament eight times, three Sweet 16s and one Elite Eight. Come on. It could also be easily confused for Andy Kennedy, both bald and strong. Bald and, pri- and proud. Now, to let's give Andy some credit. Chris Mack's much shorter, but point taken. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some mid-major guys that that are they're on our hot board that I like, but those are my first two calls: Chris Mack and Will Wade. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll continue to update the hot board as we hear Ben and I talk to different people. Chuck talks to different people. We've got some national and in- some industry sources that we talk to as well that are that are helping us out with this. We'll add some names. We'll take some names off when we get them. But hey, look, I, we talk about it all the time. I love a coaching search. It's exciting, and I think Ole Miss fans, it hasn't happened. They haven't hired anyone, but this is you're, you're doing what you need to do to try to fix the issue, and that is getting Ole Miss basketball back to a competitive state and to try to win. And I think that that's you know it. It's got to excite people just a little bit to know that, okay, we wish Kermit well. He didn't get it done. I mean, look, honestly, I don't think anybody dislikes Kermit as a human. No. He's an incredibly nice guy. He just didn't yeah. win. So there's no hard feelings. It's a business. We got to move on. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, stay locked in at omspirit.com. Do, like do you think Ole Miss's next head coach is on the current Ole Miss Spirit I list? Uh, yes. They can go read the, the hot list right now, Miss Fan. Yep. It's so premium, it. but you can get an annual sub, which is usually $100 for 30 Limited time only. $30. Come on. $30. Busy, busy day for uh, a news dump Friday, but uh, stay locked in on spirit.com. We will have the hot board for you. All the stuff that we have, comings and goings, all the rumors, everything, we'll be giving it to you. Behind the paywall, all you folks on Twitter that hate that. Um, Sorry, but we got to make money. So, anyway, for Ben, I'm Zach. This has been Talk of Champions. Thank you for tuning in. Everybody have a great weekend. We out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.